Hello and welcome to episode 248 of the Waters Waveland podcast. I'm your host, Wei Shen, and as usual, I've got Tony with me here today. Hey, T, it's the countdown to Christmas. What you up to? Well, Shen, I'm just saying, I think you should give the warning now before uh, we get into this. Okay, we'll give the warning first. So, <laughs> just to let you all know, there are going to be some swear words in here, so you've been warned. Yeah, so... So it's, uh, what is it, uh, Wednesday the 22nd, and uh, you might be able to tell by my voice that uh, I'm not feeling so great. So after just just really working my ass off, like putting in 15, 12, 15 hour days, left and right, working weekends, basically trying to get up to the 20th, because the 20th, like, or actually the, what was it, like the 19th or whatever, whatever at that last day, 17th. 17th. December 17th was a Friday, and that meant, you know, we start kind of putting out our best of our best of stories for the last two weeks of the year. They're good stories. Really just looking forward to finally getting to wind down and actually work on this one story I've been looking to write for a while. And just really, you know, wake up at, you know, 1130 noon, make myself some lunch, breakfast, whatever you want to call it, you know, Um then go out to the bar at about three, four, do some writing, come back, cook up dinner with Alice, you know, watch some TV with Alice. She falls asleep, play some video games, watch some movies, and just do this routine throughout the next two weeks and just wind down. Wake up on uh, you know, Friday. I'm feeling a little bit off, you know, but nothing, nothing weird. I, you know, I check my temperature, not run a temperature or anything like that. Saturday, I wake up and I'm like, I don't feel good. You know, I'm just achy, just achy all over. And I have a slight cough. And it was a flashback to March 2020, which is when I got COVID the first time. And yep. Uh, so uh, I'm still not running a fever, but I'm like, all right, I probably got this. And uh, secure myself a, uh, a home test, uh, get two home tests and uh, test positive. Uh, on Saturday for COVID. And uh, so, yeah, Merry fucking Christmas. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> for the first time ever, I was supposed to host a family um, and so had to kind of cancel those plans. Um, and uh, yeah, you know, but fortunately, here's the thing. Vaccinations are a modern marvel. Um you know, all these people are like, I still got COVID. What the fuck? It's like, it, listen, it wasn't supposed to be this, this panacea, man. It was just supposed to lessen the effects. That's all it was is um, I had for two days, I had a slight cough. Um, I had lower back pain, kept my sense of smell, never had a fever, um, felt fine, actually. Um, the cough was annoying. My, as you can hear, my, my throat's scratchy from it. But, uh, but I was vaccinated, and so the effects were very, very mild. So, yeah, I, I, I have nothing, I guess, to complain about, except I really want to complain because I want to be at a bar, you know, so, so bad. I, I, I felt like I earned it, you know, but I don't know. I guess that I must have done something wrong in another life. So, <laughs> so yeah, that's like how my Christmas is going, Shed. Yeah. 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 When, yeah. when you said that you woke up, like, achy, I, I was going to ask, actually, if you 
had a big workout the night before. <laughs> but uh, knowing you, yeah, no. What you trying to say, Shen? I'm not playing the mood, <laughs> Shen. You know, I'm not playing the mood. Okay. <laughs> so that just means more drinks at home. Then that's it's okay. Yeah. Well, actually, I've I've actually. I might have set a record for myself. I, you know, so I haven't had a drink Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. Today's Wednesday. I'll be five days. Um, I'm gonna have a drink tomorrow for sure. Um, but uh, yeah, you know, it's it's you know, it's so this is the way that I've always viewed COVID. Nothing's changed about my opinion. Is vaccinations are a marvel. They're incredible. Um, they either prevent you from you know getting COVID. Um, or if you get it, they lessen the effects. This idea that, again, if everybody has the information in front of them, if you don't want to get vaccinated, that's fine. It, it honestly, it doesn't bother me. Um, you know, it's. I think that you're stupid. I think that you're putting yourself at risk. Um, but the only other people that you're putting at true risk are other people that are unvaccinated. Otherwise, this is. And the statistics bear this out. You're not going to go to the. It's 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 going to be very very rare unless you have pre-existing conditions or are uh, elderly. But even then, you know, we're not seeing the people that are dying from this. Are the the numbers are it's so vastly people who are unvaccinated. It, to me, it's Darwinism. It's just the information's out there. You can choose to accept it. You can choose not to. But let's just move on with it. Let's get on with things. Um, you know, you quarantine after you get it. It sucks. You got to stay in the house for 10 days, you know, or after you first show the symptoms, you have to stay um, uh, in the house for 10 days. No big so deal. is that from Friday? Yeah, I would say from Friday. Um, and then so I'll take another test, make sure that I don't, that I'm still not uh, showing uh, positive signs. And yeah, then just get on with life again. And, you know, it's it's all fine. I think I, Everybody, like, we're scaring the hell out of everybody right now, and I just think it's silly. The vaccinations are working, folks. I don't think we have to live it this Christmas in fear. Go see your family. Tell your family to be vaccinated. If they're not, then, you know, you, I don't know what to tell you. Your family, you know, your family members are, they're running a risk. My family is, and here's the thing. I am, I'm registered Republican. I'm conservative. I don't consider myself necessarily Republican. Uh, my parents are hardcore Republicans. My aunt is a hardcore Tea Party Republican. Um, they're all vaccinated, and they all advocate vaccination. And so, uh, you know, it's it's we gotta. I think at some point as a society, we just need to move on and stop scaring people. Stop saying we're gonna keep on shutting down schools. The trauma that we're doing to children right now, I think, is insane. Um, yeah, that's that's my take that no one really cares about. Um, I'm not a doctor. I went to school for seven and a half years to get a BS in journalism, but uh, I am not a doctor. Uh, true BS. A yeah. true BS. Uh, but it's just it it just fucking blows my mind that everybody's just like, oh my god, you know, my everything's so sad, everything's miserable. It's like, no, no, just you know, get tested, get. Get, you know, just play safe, play, you know, beep, you know, if, if you're not feeling well, don't go out, don't go cough, you know, it's like, <laughs> I, I'm not going to say the person's name, you know who this person is. You can tell uh, me later. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
two weeks ago, so I doubt it came from him though. Um, uh, I'm hanging out with one friend at a bar, and this kid comes in and he's just like got this raspy voice. He's kind of like got this like little cough going on. He's like, "What's going on, man?" He's like, "Oh no!" He's like, I, "I'm I was out. Uh, I, I developed this after hanging out with some friends, but they've all been testing. They're negative, so I assume that I, I'm pretty sure I'm negative too." Like, what the fuck kind of thinking is that? You're coming out to the fucking bar right now. Like, what is your problem? Why? Stop having this FOMO. Just stay home. Get tested. If you're negative, then fine. But you're coughing. And, like, you understand there's a respiratory illness. I'm like, what is happening right now? Uh, So if people just use some fucking common sense, you know, wear a mask, you know, just it's, it's, it's so simple then it doesn't have to be a terrible COVID Christmas. I'm sorry. I just went on a rant there. But that's okay. That's You're famous for your rants anyway. People, our listeners know you well uh, yeah. you know, for your rants. And and you, they, they're your biggest fans. They love mm-hmm. your rants. Exactly. <laughs> that's that's I mean, our hardcore fans right there. <laughs> <laughs> well, but it's true. The thing is, like, I, I totally agree with you. Um, and the thing is, because, you know, where, yeah, you it's winter uh, for you. It's... <laughs> kind of winter in Hong Kong. Uh, yeah, it's freezing in New York, but it's kind of winter in Hong Kong. I mean, it's like 71 degrees Fahrenheit. Okay. It, That's lovely. This is, win- this is winter. <laughs> uh, it's supposed to get uh, a little cooler next week. I think down to, uh, I got to do the calculations here, but down to 50 uh, Fahrenheit sometime oh, next week. Is, so a huge drop. That is like, a big drop. Yeah, but that happens. Yeah, that's that's kind of like, winter in hong kong most of the time it's around like 71 and then that's actually how i usually get colds is like when there's that huge of a drop like i'll get a head cold usually almost every time yeah so the thing is a lot of people fall sick around this time right and so i was actually supposed to meet someone uh, a friend a pr friend for drinks uh a couple days ago uh and he was like hey man uh so sorry i gotta cancel like i uh i i'm not feeling very well like uh, and he, i was like oh what happened and he's like you know a bunch of people came into the office sick last week like guys did you learn nothing from covid stay the fuck home man and he was like oh. i was like oh god I, I don't understand especially now when the temperature is kind of like erratic you know people are gonna fall sick i mean this happens in summer too we have like huge you know between like i'm gonna say this in celsius now but between like you know, almost reaching 40 degrees down to like 25 degrees, right? Yeah. And it's these big drops or rises that when it's is when people get sick. But at the same time, they're like, oh, I just have a bit of cough. You know, I'll just go into the office. It's all fine. It's all good. I'm not going to spread it to anyone. Up, oh, yeah. How do you know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah, and you don't even know whether it's like a true cough or whether it's actually COVID. I mean, like nobody knows these days. And I have been to I, I I've walked past several people just like blowing their noses like as though they're blowing their brains out into this piece <laughs> of tissue paper. It actually it actually sounds like that. Like yeah. like I don't know like some kind of trumpet something. going off. Yeah. And I'm like, oh God. Um can you okay, why not why not actually go to the bathroom to do this? Or like I don't know. You're standing in the in a pub a very public area blowing the your brains out into this paper the other day i'm walking by (laughs) i'm walking by this guy and 
He just turns aside and he goes, ah, and just leans over and just sprays, just sprays this achoo. Like, it's like he screamed it like somebody had just stabbed him right in the fucking ass. I'm like, what the fuck is happening right now? Like, <laughs> what is the matter with you? You you subhuman. What is the matter with you? We are in a pandemic and the case is here. But that's the other thing. I think the media does a terrible job of this. We keep on reporting cases rising, cases rising. Oh, it's going to be another gloomy Christmas. Are you vaccinated? Okay. Then it's probably just going to be like the cold. Probably just like flu. The flu sucks. You know, it was never fun. You know, we, but we got through it. You know, flu does kill old people. Always did. You know, in mm. the it, what was annoying was back in March 2020, when people would say, "This is just like the flu. The flu kills people, thousands of people every year too." And it's like, no, this is killing hundreds of thousands of people. This is a different thing. The vaccination has made it so that, and again, the numbers bear this out. This is just science. This is look at the fucking numbers. Bears it out. I was I was thinking about this the other day. I don't know if everybody's going to get this reference, but um, Michael Jack uh, Michael Jackson Michael Jordan is a uh, world famous uh, basketball player. You know who he is? You've heard of yeah, him? Yeah, of course, okay. of course. Space Jam, you know. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yes, Space Jam, of course. Um, so one of the most famous games played ever um, was the flu game called uh he was sick with the flu and just was just had was running temperature he, you could see him he just was dead but every time he stepped on the court boom he's lighting it up that game wouldn't be because right now like in american sports even if you aren't showing symptoms they're testing everybody every single day yep. so boom you got it i have no symptoms it doesn't matter you got it you're off you can't play okay uh, and so now you, you, you're watching these games and it's just like either they're postponing games or it's just like fewer people there. It's like, these are the top athletes in the world. They're not going to die from this. It's okay. Just let, like they, you allowed them to play when they had the flu, you allow them to play with hepatitis. You know, I think that we can allow them to play with some COVID as long as they're, you know, if they're not exhibiting symptoms and there's, they're, they're ready to play. I just think that we are still overreacting because here's the problem is. This can't be life forever. This can't be we're always going to lock things down when we have a vaccination that works. I understand that the vaccination was never supposed to cure everything. Mm. The vaccination was just supposed to help me get back to leading a normal life. And so that's all that I am asking for out of society right now is just to say, listen, if you don't want to get vaccinated, that's on you. I don't know what to tell you. You know, I, we can't stick a gun to people's head. You know, we're not going to force you to do it. So screw it. Um, but let's stop changing all of our society, start closing things down, keeping kids out of school, doing all this, and just on the news, just every night, scaring the fucking shit out of everybody. When the first number that they should show is cases are, or they show cases are rising. Fine. That's the first number you show. Here's the number of deaths of vaccinated people that happened today. Zero, one, and how old was that person? How, that one person that died, how old was that person? They were 75. Ah, my parents are 75. They could keel over at any fucking moment. Hi, mom. Hi, dad. Uh, you know, 
that's just what it is. That's what it is. At that age, then the flu can definitely kill you. That that's what it is. Uh, we need to get back to the promise of what a vaccination does because the vaccinations are working. And now we need to not just get people vaccinated. We've educated enough people here in America. You want to take it great if not. Now let's start getting the shit out to the rest of the world to that because this variant, while transmissible, it's not a deadly variant. It's it was that the virulency. Uh, maybe virulency. Being, we wouldn't say not a deadly variant, but maybe it's less deadly. Well, it's it's, so it's more safer contagious, to so say less deadly. It's, it's more contagious, less but less less, less deadly. Right. The, the the word is I think am I using this right? A virulent is I think the word that means deadly of a virus. Um, and so again, the numbers are there. You're vaccinated. You're gonna be okay. Um, yeah, here's the here's the problem in Hong Kong. So like everything is as normal here, which is what the vaccinations were supposed to do, right? As you said, bring kind of like normalcy, so-called normalcy, whatever that means yeah. anymore, uh, normalcy back into people's lives. But the problem here is that the elderly people here aren't getting vaccinated. I think we have just reached like 20% for those that are elderly. Okay, and that's super really? low. Yeah, really, really, really low. And so the problem here is like everything is as normal except for travel. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there are, uh, I mean, in Hong Kong, there are a lot of like expats, right? I, I guess, yeah, I'm, I'm one of them too. Um, but a lot there are from like the UK, US, New Zealand, Australia, where, wherever they're from. Sure, it's a hub. And yeah, it, it is a hub. And the the whole point or the whole uh, positive of them being in Hong Kong over the past few years anyway, is that, you know, they could travel. They could travel the whole of Asia. They could uh, it's it very easily actually go back home. There are flights like every day and multiple times as well that they can, you know, go. But the quarantine process for them has not been great. Uh, yeah. And Hong Kong is probably going to start tightening that a bit because tightening of this it. new... Yeah, it's already because of insane. this new variant. So that means... Banning flights <laughs> and tighter, tighter. Uh, uh, what do you call? It? Yeah, they they're basically tightening their processes for you know getting people coming back in. Yeah. And it's like, okay, great. We have kind of like we have we are living in this zero COVID world and in a bubble in Hong Kong here. And every like I can go out and enjoy myself. I mean, everyone still wears a mask outside. It's mandatory. I mean, you're going to be caught and like fined or something if you're if you're caught not wearing a mask. But you know, I could go out to a bar and you know uh, everything's normal. Yeah. It's just the travel portion. So like some I know some locals that think like. Yeah, I'm not traveling, so why do I need to get the vaccine? <laughs> yeah, listen, yeah, you know, it's yeah. like, and it's, you know, obviously the the systems are going to be different there than here. And in London, all three are going to have different kind of structures in place, right? Um, it's just like, I don't know, man, the information's out there. Just get, you know, and it's just like at some point, though, I'm like, I, I can't care anymore about people that don't get the shot. I just can't, you know, here in America, we're definitely never going to enforce it, man, make it mandatory. So let's stop ruining the lives of the people that follow the rules, because here is what will happen. In, and this will happen certainly in America. I get the booster. OK, great. I got my booster. 
six months from now, they're like, okay, you're going to need another booster. But also we're going to be doing restrictive measures and stuff like that because I'm going to be like, why? Why am I going to keep on getting a booster if these people aren't going to get booster and we're not going to punish them? We're going to punish us, the people that have the shots, the people that did the responsible thing and got – sorry, I wasn't getting choked up. I just lost air there, COVID. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, bad joke, sorry. Uh, Tony's not going to die on this podcast. I wouldn't yeah. allow him to. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so the people that were responsible did the right things. I'm sorry. We got to stop caring about the people that aren't doing the right things at some point and open up the travel. You know, think about the people. Like, if you keep on scaring people, are you going to want to go out to a bar? You know, and then what happens to these people that, that their whole livelihood is a, like, if you were, you would have to be fucking insane to open up a bar, a restaurant, a cafe, coffee shop, whatever, ever. Like, I would, you could not pay me enough. A new brewery, I'd be like, I have, I do not trust the government enough not to, for whatever reason, we're shutting things down because some people aren't getting vaccinated, as opposed to just saying, we're going to open it up. Who's ever not vaccinated, we're going to let, you know, God sort this out. I don't know what to say, you know? That's the problem is, and it's going to become frustrating if, we keep on scaring people and thinking, all right, you know, maybe you shouldn't be seeing your fan. Maybe you shouldn't be doing this. I'm like, why am I going to get the booster then? You know, why, why am I doing this? If, if you guys aren't just going to start opening things up, the, the vaccination, it works. The numbers are there. I'm looking at the numbers from the CDC. I'm not looking at this from, you know, right wing Bob's crazy, you know, website, CDC numbers, you know? That's what's frustrating to me, and so it's. I find it crazy because I would think in Asia, I would have expected the vaccination rates, especially among the elderly, to be much higher. Um, well, in other Asian countries, they are like in well Malaysia for sure, Singapore definitely, Hong Kong different story. <laughs> just, I mean, Hong Kong has always been a special one. I mean, I I love this city country <laughs> but yeah uh, there are just a couple of things that you know make it really frustrating sometimes for especially for outsiders you know there there are a lot of people that you know and and some friends of mine already have decided to go back home like leave the country yeah. it's either they get transferred over for jobs or they're like you know what that's it i quit oh yeah Honestly, if, if there's ever a lockdown again in New York City, I'll be I'll be like, that's it. I, I did I did it once. If they ever did it, I don't think they would. But if they ever did, I'd be like, I'm out. North Carolina, here I come. It's been real, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but I am. Uh, I mean, it's it's such a an opposing feeling, I guess, because it's like, yeah, I can't travel outside. Oh, I can. It's just that coming back will be a bitch. Um, but it's it's more like I can I can still enjoy the freedoms that I have, you know, in terms of going out. Everything is open. Like I mean, I know in some countries, like Singapore, for example, someone was actually just telling me, like, even at you know, um, like let's say like lining up for like takeaway food or something, someone is there actually measuring. <laughs> 1.5 meters <laughs> like seriously and he was like Singapore is crazy like they employed someone just to do that here 
It's measuring tape. This is what you do. It's good for the economy, I guess, you know, paying people jobs, you know, I don't know. Whereas in Hong Kong, I mean, someone's actually just breathing down my neck, you know, in the, the supermarket queue or something. It's yeah. like, what is this? It's also not great either. Yeah. No. You know, sometimes I purposely, I have, I have long hair at the moment. Sometimes I purposely tie a ponytail and I just swish it <laughs> to so-called accidentally whip someone else behind the, you know, whip the person behind in the face. But yeah, that's the benefit of me having long hair. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I unfortunately can't have that. So I just turn around and I give him a hard look and be like, back the fuck up off me, motherfucker. You don't know who I am. Yeah, I'm not daring <sighs> enough to do that, but yeah, I, I, it's it's more you, uh, it's more you thing. So I I prefer to be a bit more subtle this is, <laughs> in my yeah, approach. This doesn't have to do with COVID, but it reminds me of the other thing that drives me crazy. It's like people like moving to New York City. It's like, you know, because I, I was born, I was born in the suburbs, like not the country, but uh, in Pennsylvania in a town called Easton, but out on the suburban part of uh, Easton and then moved up to this town called Carmel. Um which about an hour and a half north of New York City. Um, and I lived in Connecticut for a little bit. My, my family bounced around. You know, I'm assuming that my dad was a drug dealer, was just always on the run. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, so, you know, moving to New York City, just it drives me nuts. Just like it'll be 11 o'clock at night, and I'll just be walking down the sidewalk, and somebody will kind of just come out to be walking their dog, and they'll be walking up near me. And it just drives me insane. Like, you can't ever just walk like when I go down south. I love it because like I can just walk down the street, and there's just no one there, and it's it's lovely, it's wonderful. But uh, the other thing that drives me insane this happened today. So I still go out. You know, I, I put on a mask, put on gloves, um, but I need to take a walk. You know, so I, but I just don't interact with anybody. I just walk. You know, I try and just avoid people in anywhere, and I and I walk. You know, underneath like the BQE. Um, but at one point, like, I'm going, and this one kid, he's on, like, a little scooter thing, a little kind of scooter. And uh, I'm like, he's coming, like, right the fuck at me. I'm like, I just wanted to knee him in the face. Just It's it's kind of like, just to teach him a little bit of a lesson. Like, kid, don't play chicken with adults. Like, but this is the other thing. I think that we're raising a generation of just lazy-ass kids because... <laughs> Like every all these kids that are on scooters just running around, it's like they don't walk anywhere, they don't do anything. It's like I don't. Mm-hmm. It, it, now I'm just starting to sound like a grumpy old man, but. Well, then I'll, I'll do you one up. Uh, so I do, we don't even have to talk about scooters here. Like just people in Hong Kong sometimes. I, I don't. Uh, you know, it's a very fast-paced city, right? People walk very fast, and but. I realized they do not have any spatial awareness. Like they don't, mm-hmm. they they just walk, and it's just them. They don't care about the people around them. And all of a sudden, they're they're walking right, and they will just stop in their tracks, like oh, stop. And I'm walking at the same pace, right behind you, and you stop, and oh, what what's gonna happen? I'm gonna bump into you, right? And then you yep. turn around and give me a like dirty look or something, or like tell me off, you know, and it's like, dude, it's your fault. Like, why did you just stop? And yeah. a lot of times, like maybe they're looking for directions, something. So like, you know, when they come out of the, the, the station, they're like looking at their phones and then suddenly they're like, oh, stop. <laughs> but, yeah. 
the worst. The worst just people. Just freaking go to the side or go to the corner step and the then side. look at your phone. Step to the side. So the, 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 in, in Williamsburg, the amount of people, like I swear to God, I think there's more people that are looking down at their phone while walking than that are looking up. Like it just, it truly blows. Actually, Alice is bad with this. Actually, like her, like sometimes <laughs> we walk around, I have to grab her by the arm. In a, in a nice, loving way. Uh, <laughs> like, look up, honey. That's look nice. up. Like, uh, yeah, it's just like, it drives me insane. Like, when I walk, I intentionally always put my phone down, you know, in, in my pocket. Um, and then if I am, like, looking for directions, then I just step to the side. I stop for a second. It's okay. You know, nothing that important. I think that is common <sighs> courtesy, and that is... Uh, it's just spatial awareness. Like you just gotta know what's around you, whether it's it's a thing, whether whether it's a lamppost or like whether yeah. it's a person around you. But here's here's a funny story. When I first came to Hong Kong, I was uh, <laughs> so I was supposed to meet somebody for lunch, right? Like uh, yeah, I, I can't can't remember who, but anyway, so I'm trying to reply to this person on email saying that I'm on the way, and. <laughs> I'm walking and doing this in the MTR station, okay? So, like, within in the metro station. I didn't uh-huh. see this little, like, this little, like, little pole in front of me. I, I walked into it. Oh, that's the best. And I, like, nobody did anything. Like, nobody was shocked at anything. But oh, I, I would have like, laughed my ass off, yo. I would have seriously laughed my ass off. I, I, I've, I've, seen I've seen it. I've laughed my ass off. I started laughing, but because it's myself, right? Then I, I seem, I must have seemed crazy to other people, but like yeah. no one else laughed. Like no, there was no reaction from anyone else. So like it must have, it must happen quite regularly. But this is like year, years ago, and now, but now, <laughs> now I don't. Um, if I have to look at my phone, uh, uh, to reply an email or something, yeah, I'll go to the side and or uh, I'll put it, leave it in my pocket until I'm on street level, and you know find a place that I can appropriately re- reply. It's just mercy, <sighs> man. You know, everybody everybody knows everybody got the information. They choose to either accept that information of I'm being a complete jag off by walking and looking down at my phone the whole time or they ignore it. If if you're that kind of person, eh, more, all, all the best to you. But one day I might just knee your kid in the face because he's zooming down the uh, the street and hasn't been taught proper manners by his parents not to just allow your kid to go flying off on a scooter and go just darting right toward an adult and expect the adult to move out of the way. Next time I'm going to be like Bill Russell, man. Just lay an elbow, you know? You don't, probably don't get that reference, but if you're an old school basketball fan, you're going to get that reference. Anyway. I would guess it's just sticking your elbow out or something. It, no, okay, was, never mind. It, oh, no, it's a, it, it, we'll, we'll leave. We'll leave on this. I'll, I'll explain to you what that reference means. Bill Russell was a center for the Celtics back in the 50s, 60s, I think it was. Um, great center. They won all the time, but they would always beat this guy. He would always get like, you know, uh, just they, they would maul him. His coach, Red Auerbach, on the national TV game said, just throw one elbow. Let everybody see that you throw this one elbow and just clock a guy in the face. They'll stop doing that to you. Sure enough. So sometimes I'm doing your kid a favor if I knee him right in the face because he'll learn a valuable lesson. I should be more careful while on my bike because you as a parent are a shit fucking parent and you haven't taught your kid well. Merry fucking Christmas, (laughs) y'all. Well, let's not end 
this podcast post on uh, a sour note. Oh, man. <laughs> that's not that, <laughs> Okay, for Christmas, what did you get for Alice this year? I got her the best gift I could possibly get for her. Uh, time away from me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I got her a three-night stay. A little staycation at a very, very uh, fancy hotel uh, here in um, Brooklyn uh, called the, uh, what the hell is it called? The uh, the One Hotels, uh, uh, One Hotel Brooklyn Bridge. Um, so it over, it's a, the sustainability luxury hotel, which is, I don't know, seems like an oxymoron to me, but whatever. Um, but yeah, so I got her that. And uh, she got me a Christmas tree. A real Christmas tree? Yeah, yeah, it's my first Christmas tree I've had since I moved to Brooklyn. I'm very excited. One that is already dead? Why would it be dead? It's already chopped off. They chopped it down, yeah. didn't they? Well, yeah, but so it's it dying. Yes, it's dying, but it looks beautiful. So why are you shitting on my Christmas tree, man? It's a beautiful Christmas tree. I thought because I've, I, I, okay, don't get me wrong. I, I love Christmas trees. I love real Christmas trees, but I've always been kind of torn about that idea. Uh, I'm kind of like Phoebe and friends, you know, when Joey was actually selling Christmas trees. I know you don't get it because no, I don't friends, know but, this reference, but go on. And, anyway, um, <laughs> you have to cut it down to sell it, right? And, and, and it dies after. After Christmas. So here's what I'm told. And Alice is very, very hardcore about sustainability. Because I was like, why don't we just yeah. get a plastic tree? And I get it. It's like it's a plastic tree. That's bad. But I was like, a plastic tree can last you a lifetime. You know? She's like, no. They actually grow these trees. They they farm them. Um, it's done in a sustainable way. So I'm like, yeah, all right. I don't care one way or the other. So uh, apparently it's not a big deal. It's, you know, it's, uh, I don't know. Okay, I don't know. well, maybe maybe it's like farmed salmon. Farm salmon? Oh, farm salmon. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I don't maybe, know. Maybe, maybe. Okay, I don't, I mean, I, I don't know as much as, uh, as don't, much about Don't be ruining my Christmas. I already have COVID, <laughs> why you got to ruin my, like, I love a nice Christmas tree. I like, you know, falling asleep with the lights on, just like looking at the lights as I fall asleep, and then it catches on fire and burns me to death. It's fine. It's great. It's wonderful. Oh, I never thought about that. That could very well happen. I hope it doesn't happen to you. <laughs> I hope so, too. Yeah. Always make sure you water your tree. And, and if you're taking a nap, that's fine. But before you go to bed, you should definitely unplug your Christmas tree. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> How's that for a happy thought to leave on? <laughs> what, what did you get? <laughs> what did you get, Edwin? <laughs> Uh, nothing this year. Uh, oh, not man, yet we're doing a year. good job of, of bringing the holiday cheer right now. <laughs> I know. Well, yeah, well, as you okay, so like in the, the past few weeks, you know, you've been working 12, 15 hour days. I haven't been working that many hours just because I think you know that I I can't function that way. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you you know how I'm like very early in the morning and also late at night. I mean, you've uh -huh. seen me on like edit calls trying to stutter my way through, you know, to get. Dear a point. listener, 
dear listener, please know that there is nothing more infuriating than trying to listen to Wei Shen get a thought out when it's past nine o'clock her time. It is just, it's terrible. And yet, I was on that call at midnight my time just two weeks ago. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and yeah, it did happen. I did say that I don't have a script. So like usually when I join late calls, well, late for me, I, well, because I know my team gets infuriated by the fact that I can't form proper sentences, uh, I actually write a script. So like what mm -hmm. any ideas that I know must be said. So I write it down in a script and uh, anything else is like, yeah, whatever goes, right? If I'm talking about shit, I talk about shit, whatever. Um, so what's my point here? <laughs> I have no idea, Weishan. See, this is this is like oh, our call. So uh... I, I get, I, 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 I know now. So like, yeah, I, uh, so even though I didn't work like uh, 12, 15 hour days, like I, I was, you know, you know kind of high strung and like, stressed out because I need, I knew I needed to get like these stories done mm -hmm. um, and so I was like rushing for that and you know working a little bit later than usual and then um, yeah I realized that oh crap I haven't thought about presents this year um, not even for my parents for anybody <laughs> like I, no presents this year uh, humbug so, man hey listen that's I, I don't get presents for anybody like you know Alice is like honestly this one the, re the reason why I'm doing this is just to kind of get her out of the house because, like, you know, I have COVID, so we've been kind of separated. So I was like, you know, let, let's try and make this nice. Um, and because uh, she was actually going to go out see her mom in Cleveland, but so she's putting that off. So kind of felt bad. So uh, at least try and give her some nice experience uh, here in New York because she doesn't want to travel uh, right now anyway. Mm -hmm. uh, but otherwise, Alice and I don't really give gifts. Like the tree, it's. It, we call it my Christmas gift, but you know it's just a tree for the house. Um, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm all about just, you know, don't, I don't like receiving gifts, um, and uh, I don't like giving gifts. Yeah, that so, is yeah. so strange. Yeah, yeah, like I, the, the gifts I like are when Tommy hands me a, a drink and he's like, "That one's on me." I'm like, "Thanks, Tom. You're the man." Oh, the I like horse. that kind of gifts too. Yeah, that's that's my favorite kind. And uh, I look forward to getting those gifts next week. So, <laughs> well, Evan did get get me a gift. Like he did well this year. He sent me a bottle Pretty of champagne. Oh, yeah, was it good champagne or I don't know I champagne. I haven't opened it. Like, but he was. He, I knew he was going to get me something alcoholic because he was talking about it beforehand. And I, I actually told him, look, you know, I'm fine with prosecco or cava. It doesn't have to be champagne. You know, I just like something. Well, yeah, sparkling. Um, but lo and behold, he actually got me a bottle of champagne, and I was like, "Why didn't Why didn't you get me a Magnum bottle? You know, that's a one point five liter bottle." Mm -hmm. He got me a normal a normal bottle, which is like seven seven fifty mils, I think. He was like, "Yeah, I don't know, because like you you see you, you said that you can't. You know, it's it's always better to finish the bottle in one day, right? Because you keep it the next day, the bubbles actually uh, dis dissipate a little. Yeah. So then he's like, "I don't know if I'll if, if you know you're gonna be drinking." one and a half liters of champagne in one day. I'm like, I, I could, you know, I just have to start early in the morning and just like keep on going. I, I could, I could very well do that. But he's like, no sharing. This is all for you. <laughs> no sharing. There so, yeah. Good man. Yeah, he, Good he knows what I like. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm simple, right? I don't need any 
um, elaborate gifts. I mean, although I do enjoy getting, I do enjoy receiving elaborate gifts, but it's not necessary. It's not my, it's not one of my primary love languages anyway. So, but alcohol is always appreciated, listeners. Um, you know, there you go. send it to the office. I'll get it there. <laughs> yeah. mm. Thank you. <laughs> there you go. Don't send mine to the office or send to the office. Just make sure that uh, Reb doesn't drink it or something. So. <laughs> oh, that's hot. <laughs> All right. I think that's about enough. Uh, we've given our listeners quite a long rent. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. I'd be amazed if any of you all made it all the way through it, but congratulations. If you did, you win no prize except for the <laughs> joy that we brought to you today. I, I wish you all, we wish you all a very Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year 2022. I hope that next year is a heck of a lot better than this one. And the last one. I feel it's, yeah, anyway. Merry Christmas. <laughs> Merry Christmas. <laughs> <laughs>